0: Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be waved. I think I got my swagger back. Oh,
1: ball. Oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. Tennessee win. us by
0: Tennessee. Jennings. the Ball hit high in the air. Going back is there and Tennessee
1: can say hello with Column. A grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. You can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game and we're very happy right now. I made up my
0: mind. I don't want to expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah!
1: it to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, April sixteenth, and I say that solemnly. Landon, <laughs> I feel like a lot of people are here to hear your opinion, and I don't want to detract from that, but I do want to implore you to tune in to tomorrow, which is the bath flip. That's yeah. We'll, we'll talk about again? it.
0: Well, yeah, we'll talk about it a little bit tonight. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll talk about it more on. A bad flip, yeah, just unfortunate.
1: Okay, I didn't want to put it all on you, but I did it, want to it sucks. promote I, that new show. So, I've,
0: I've had a couple sorry. hours to kind of cool down a little bit, and um, I think it was just because Tennessee wasn't competitive the whole series, it, it just I don't have just like a hot take to just throw out there.
1: Can I? I'm not fuming. Can I push back on that a little bit? Third or Friday night, sorry, it confuses me going from Thursday, Friday, Saturday to Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday night felt like Tennessee, and I, I'm not trying to take Arkansas's a good ball club. I'm not trying to take away from that. It just felt like Friday night was for the taking. Is that wrong? Yeah, no, 100%. Okay. All right. But, anyways, I mean, tune yeah. in for the bat flip. Yeah. Sorry, I, I'm not trying to like, I don't want to put it all on you tonight. You and Dylan do a great job. So I'm going to let you guys kind of take care of, mine, take care of that on the bat flip. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I and mean, we'll talk I'm about this tonight. A
0: lot of detail. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you guys will dig into it. We'll kind of, you know, we'll we'll hit the surface of it tonight. It sucks. I don't want to get too off track, but welcome in. It's 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 a good show. We're we're here to have a good time. Awesome. Yeah, uh, and uh, you're not sick anymore, so congrats. Thank you, dude. Uh, Thursday night, you guys got the tail end of it. I mean, I'm glad we have structured our um, interviews and the, just the way we do things differently because Thursday night on the interview, the funny part is, is my brother texted me when everything was going down on the fate. If you were not in on the Facebook stuff, I'm so sorry. That was awesome.
0: Yeah. That was, that was one of the weirdest experiences I've had on this show. But was it not great? uh, Oh yeah. It was fantastic. (laughs) And I thought it was real until I actually read the whole name.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You have to, which is kind of makes it better. Um, But yeah, my brother texted me originally, and I was using the bathroom when all that went down, because that was right when the sickness started kind of hitting. And I was, you know, he was, confu- you know, Jonathan didn't know how he did, how we did things now. And I was, I was like, unfortunately, I'm, I'm not at the computer at the moment. What's going on? And so that kind of, you know, uh, blew the red curtain type deal <laughs> for him uh he he was confused how i was on the toilet and doing the live interview at the same time little confusion there but yeah thankfully we're 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 podcast professionals exactly exactly shout out to eric woods for for coming on a little early and getting everything done um it was a good time to kind of break down before the orange and white game i hope ever had everybody had a good time It, it looked like a good time
0: yeah i mean it was it was packed um we, we had more people than South Carolina did, and we charged $5. So, you know, just imagine how many people, if you didn't charge $5, it would have showed up.
1: Yeah, they would have had to open up the the south end zone, which would have, uh, I guess, would have made it open to collapse. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Yeah. I don't, I'm not an engineer. Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> yeah, it's uh it, it was, I don't think you learned a whole lot. I guess we're getting right into it. Or I guess we can, you, yeah. We you need to talk you know, about it
1: real quick, and then we I can need to it. hit oh, dude, sponsor is kind of an un, unfair word to call them. They're, our, they're the dogs, they're, the, <laughs> they're our friends. Uh, shout out to Underdog Collectibles. Underdog is Knoxville's best sports collectible store, the wide selection of UT cards, autographs, and memorabilia. Whether you're looking for a paint manning autographed helmet or the most recent Topps baseball card release, you'll find it at Underdog. The shop is owned by UT graduates and proudly supports UT Sports by hosting NIL events throughout the year. I told you guys on Thursday, I'm gonna do a card break. We're gonna do it on this show. It's gonna happen. It's how I'm gonna break my virginity. It's how it's gonna happen. And I won't, I will not buy tops from anyone else. I'm buying it from them. Like it's how it's gonna happen because they're the best in the business. Stop by the University Commons Shopping Center next to Publix and Domino's, check them out. Open six days a week with live YouTube shows, three nights per week. Remember to always bet on the underdog. Make sure you're following them on social media. Anywhere you can find them, they're going to tell you about all the NIL stuff coming out. They have plenty of signings. Um, I've told you guys all throughout, I'm staring at Chase Dollander, Christian Moore. I've got Maui Huna up here on my desk. I mean, they, they've got the best in the business coming through their store, so make sure you're signed up. We're, we're looking to get Ben Joyce in through there. I've also got uh, Ben Joyce is coming through Chattanooga soon. Hoping to get to go watch him. Oh nice! How do how do you how do you do that though? Do you cheer for the opposing team or do you just cheer? For them? Like I have a little bit of allegiance to the Lookouts. First off, great logo. Second off, they're the Reds. Are they the oldest team in baseball? Is that right? So slight allegiance to them, but also Ben Joyce got to cheer for them. So I don't know how that works.
0: Yeah, I think you can just cheer like in the minor leagues. I don't think anybody really cares who wins. <laughs> it's just like go baseball and go like. The whatever kind of promotion they have going on, it's the promotions that, that keep you invested in minor league baseball.
1: <laughs> Emily will like that. Go baseball! <laughs> Go baseball. Um, so, <laughs> we, we've got good news all around, yeah. Um, yeah, so, so plenty of good stuff happening at underdogs. Make sure you check them out. Like I said, we will have a card break coming, coming eventually. We, we've talked about it, it's going to happen eventually. I'm excited. I'm glad you mentioned our, our good friends over at underdogs landing. Let's let's get right into the orange and white game though. It's it's one of those. It's like you said, you can't learn much from it, but you you take you try to take only the good and none of the bad, right?
0: Yeah, I think you look at the atmosphere as a whole. Was like it was it was packed. Um, Bonus 50, 58,000 people there. You had a lot of VFLs returning. A big recruiting weekend. It was nice weather. Um, you had the vol club tailgate, um, just a lot of stuff kind of, you know, made a whole day out of it. Um, And that's what what you like to see. You like to see it kind of be – I mean, that's what the Orange and White game is all about, to make it some sort of entertainment. You know, it's not just – the game is what it is. I mean, you saw the list of how many starters were out for Tennessee that didn't participate. So it wasn't the game. It was just the whole thing and kind of a – you know, kind of a pregame of what this season's going to look like.
1: Yeah, I think – I mean, I was talking about it today, and I, we talked about it briefly on Thursday, how it's just so different as an adult. Whereas, like, as a kid, you just – you kind of clung on to, like, what this day was. I mean, as a kid, I – you know, my, my family has season tickets, and, and I only got to – because we only had two. I only got to go to, you know, one or two games a year. So, this game was one that we definitely got to go to as a family. And so this one was a little bit different, and I imagine that was what it was like for a lot of all fans. It was just you, you really hoped for it, and so it, was, it had a different feeling. Whereas now, as an adult, you get to go to more games, you get to experience it differently. It's a little bit you ex- maybe expect more than you should get, whereas as a kid you expect less than you actually get, and and so it just has a different feel. And, and so it was, I think overall though, it was a good it was a good time, right?
0: Yeah, I know that, you know, a lot of people probably spend a lot of time at the
1: concession stand because I heard the lines oh, God. Were, were miserable. Dude. Well, I mean, at what point do you just say, shut up? Like, it lasted, what, maybe three hours total? Maybe? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It, it was probably less than that. And, and I get it. You're upset because you want, it, you want it to be a day for your kids, right? But at the same time, shut up. Like, just go enjoy the game.
0: It was 2:30. You should have ate before you came. If you didn't do that, I don't know <laughs> what to
1: tell you. <laughs> also, uh you're obviously not a seasoned vet. Like don't trust the concession stands at all. No. No. They they gave up on Golden's mustard. Golden's mustard a long time ago. Stop trusting them.
0: Yeah, and if you've been to a Tennessee game, you got to be very strategic of when you get up and try to go to the concession stand. I almost don't. I just I, I kind of just get When in Tennessee head has head and the tender. ball, <laughs> that's the best time to go. I know it's not ideal, but that's the best time to go because there's no one else going to be in, in, in line at the concession stand.
1: Can I give you a secret? I hope she can't hear me. Can I give you a secret? Yeah. You you, you date a girl that doesn't really care. You, she cares because you care. That's it. Yeah. And you send her. You give her your wallet and you send her. Dude, I'm You're, telling you.
0: giving the wallet. That's a, that's a dangerous thing.
1: T- <laughs> Brother. If you care about Tennessee Athletics, you give her your Here's wallet. Here's the
0: thing. We share an account, so, like, she has mine <laughs> all the time. Yeah, see, so you, you don't have to
1: give her your wallet. You just send her. Yeah. And, and, you and just, then
0: you just so say, I, okay. I'm going to rag on my wife a little bit. <laughs> the hottest game of the year. It's probably 90 degrees in Neyland Stadium. I forget who who it was we were playing.
1: this year. Yeah, this year. It might have been the Florida game. It had to be probably Florida. It was 3.30, but I didn't feel like it got that hot, but probably Florida. Well, uh, she goes and gets Petros. Bold move. (laughs) I'm like, dude, I'm going to have a heart attack. You guys have Petros, like, right behind you, though. Yeah. Okay.
0: So, I'm just like, dude, it's 90 degrees. You just brought me Petros to eat? Like, what am I supposed to do with this?
1: Just let it cool? (laughs)
0: But underneath it rather
1: right you choke it down, that's good yeah. stuff. Yes, that's survivor stuff.
0: Yeah. I had to get a wet towel after and just kind of wipe my face off after because I was
1: you know, steam was just coming out of me. It brought you through. That's a good that's a good stuff honestly though, it's good stuff. Petros, you can never go wrong. 90 degrees isn't the best time to eat no chili. <laughs> I mean, I can't disagree with that fact, but at the same time. It was still good. Oh, it's phenomenal. still good. Mom. Um,
0: Yeah, Petro's 90 degrees, screaming, also a little bit inebriated. You know, it was Florida. Okay, what are you going to do? So, yeah, it was it was just not well, a, the best me, time for – Let me give Vegas. you the other side of that.
1: So, we're about, I don't know, midway through the third quarter, and maybe not even, or barely into the second half. And Emily, I looks at me. She's like, "I need something, Coke, you know, whatever food. I, I pretzel. I need something. What do you want?" And, and I'm, a, I'm in the same way at the Alabama game. I mean, we had been, I'd been screaming my head off for upwards of an hour now. I mean, we're giving Tennessee all I've got, and I don't know what I need either. I give her my wallet, and I say, "Go get us something. Don't care what it is. Get us something." She comes back with Dunkin' Donuts. We talked about this with. With um, oh, I'm blanking now. Who we have on the show after that? Oh gosh, VFL. Didn't even know. Anyways, didn't even know Dunkin' Donuts existed in the stadium. She brings me back a coffee about midway through the through the third quarter. If if I didn't have that coffee, I'm not sure if Tennessee beats Bama that day. I'm really not sure. I can't I can't tell you for yeah. sure. And and so shout out to her for for pulling through to the balls for me. Um, not only do I know not know if Tennessee wins that game, I'm not sure if I live to see that day. My heart rate had gotten up. I know what a lot of you people are saying. Caleb Coffee probably helped that. No, doubt it. Brought it down. Brought me back to life. <laughs> um, it was a great day, and and so coffee definitely brought me back. I think I had a little bit of a pretzel. So I'm gonna give you the other side of that. That I might not live to see the day if if I don't have that coffee and and pretzel. So all right, so it was a big deal.
0: Petros next time. Petro's or coffee?
1: Petro's coffee, pretzel, coffee. anything you need. Just anything you can fuel your body with to bring the balls of victory is what we need. If you had to wait in a lot at the orange and white game, consider yourself lucky. Consider yourself a ball fan. It, it's probably what brought Tennessee a victory on, on April 15th. So. Yeah.
0: um, But, yeah, going to the game a little bit, I mean – you saw Gaston Moore, holy, holy
1: crap, <laughs> dude! <laughs> Gaston Moore. I mean, I had someone. I need to respond. I didn't see it until this morning. I saw someone text me. He's like, "Is Gaston Moore?" I guess I, I guess they're not. I mean, they're a Georgia fan, but I, I they're in Knoxville, so I thought they followed it more. they like, "Is Gaston Moore legitimately in the QB competition?" Kind of thought it was facetious. No, he's not. But it, it is funny how he kind of showed out yesterday, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, you, you're there to see Joe Milton and and Nico, and here comes Gas and Moore to to light up the skies. So, here's the thing: I'm like, I think show like Gas and Moore showing the way he did. Obviously, it means absolutely nothing, <laughs> but I do think it means that Tennessee is always going to be in good hands with Josh Heupel and this offense, Wh- whoever is that quarterback.
1: Right, and I, I think that's one of those things is that it was – I mean, you talked about it in the first spring. You thought Hennon Hooker was – Hennon Hooker was third. He was the yeah. third
0: best quarterback in that spring game.
1: And, and so I think it's one of those things that it, it just shows. So it's funny kind of going back. I don't want to hit too much on it, but talking about is Hennon Hooker a system quarterback, blah, blah. I'm, I'm not saying that these guys are system quarterbacks because I think that's – a very nuanced term. I, th- I think it's kind of a dumb term, but I think there is nuance to it that I think it just shows that if there is a it's good a call st- out
0: for analysts that don't want to actually watch film.
1: Well, yeah, but I think there is like a, a somewhat to it that is like there are systems that quarterbacks thrive in because there's systems that are good for quarterbacks. You know you do you understand what I'm saying? Like there are some quarterbacks or some quarterbacks, some systems that are better for Quarterbacks, so and that doesn't mean only better for quarterbacks. It means only they're better for offenses.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like there's there's just some better offensive systems, and right. so I think this job, like you just said, this system is better for offenses. This system is better for quarterbacks. Like this is it is what it is. Like yeah, Hinton Hooker was better in this offense because this is a system better for offenses.
0: Yeah, it was it was a system that like he fit in perfectly in. And that—that's what it's all about. Like, fitting—you got to find that right fit at quarterback. Otherwise, it doesn't work.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it's also more so—it's a better system. More so, like people want to call them system quarterbacks. I don't think it's that. I think it's that this is a better system. You're telling me you couldn't plug Tom Brady? You couldn't plug the best quarterbacks of all time? You couldn't plug Tom Brady into this system and it'd be good? Mm-hmm. You could. I mean, I'm gonna blank on some of the best ones and I'm gonna get probably crap for it but you you couldn't plug I I, I don't even want to try now because I just screwed myself but you couldn't plug anybody into the system and it wouldn't be good that's bull crap right
0: yeah probably unless it's uh, I don't know if Will Levis would be good in the system.
1: I do a hot take I think Will Levis would be phenomenal in this system.
0: Is that a hot take? Um, I mean, it's not a hot take. I think with his decision-making, I don't think he would. Okay,
1: phenomenal is a strong word. Phenomenal is a strong yeah. word. Will Levis would be successful in this system. If
0: you make good decisions, you will be successful in this. Will
1: Levis was. would be, if he had had the Tom Hennon-Hooker had under Josh Heupel, he would have been successful in this system.
0: More or less successful than Hennon-Hooker.
1: Uh, what we know now, less. Way but less. he would have been successful.
0: Okay. Yeah, it's
1: fair, Austin. I know that hurts to hear, but it's true. You're
0: just you're kind of you're kind of going at like the the system. Quarterback is a like what well, you're saying. It's not a knock just because he's in a good system doesn't mean he, he can he should be knocked for the NFL draft.
1: Correct. I mean, I think it's the same as um, so so Lincoln the Week Riley.
0: Like that's the same thing, right?
1: So I used Tom. Yes, I used Tom Brady initially when I started to try to like go on it. Because Tom Brady got the same treatment. He's a system quarterback. Yada yada. The pro the problem's not the right word. At New England, he had a system that complemented him and vice versa. Does that make sense? hmm It like it it wasn't only successful because of him, and it wasn't only successful because of him. Does that make sense?
0: I think you just repeated yourself twice, but I give okay, it, it wasn't
1: the the system wasn't only successful because of him and he wasn't only successful because of the system.
0: Correct. Okay, there you go. Okay, yes. <laughs> there we <you> go. go. <laughs> All right,
1: just want to make sure I was saying that correctly. Yes. Whereas I feel like it's the same thing in Knoxville right now. Like it, like Joe Milton has the same path ahead of him that Hayden Hooker had last year. Is that that feels not Crazy to say right now.
0: Yeah, it's just decision-making and putting a little touch on his throws. But, yeah, there's no reason to think he can't have that same sort of success in this offense. Right,
1: and it may be different. I like how you said that same sort of success. It may be different.
0: Yeah. I mean, he might throw – I don't think you're asking – you're not asking a quarterback to throw 27 touchdowns and two interceptions. I mean, that's, that's right. a wild stat. Um, Correct, but yeah, he should he should one hundred percent thrive in this offense.
1: But I feel like it could much come like Gas and about-
0: Moore should thrive. In- <laughs> right. Well, like, he has been baby. in this offense longer than Joe Milton has.
1: True, he was at UCF with Josh Heupel before yeah. he came to Tennessee. Good point. I, I like how. You, I mean, it could be a it could be a very different approach. And, and you mentioned that touchdown to interception ratio, and and that could be it. But it, it could also be the run game. This run game. In my opinion, in terms of the running back room, should be more rounded out. Now, the thing that throws the wrench in that for me is that the offensive line has more questions than it should. Not should, that's not the right word. But then, ideally, with the way your running backs figure it out. Mm -hmm. Running back rooms figure it out. Um, So that is going to be an interesting piece.
0: I mean because, this spring this spring practice has done nothing but you know helped your running backs. You're able to yeah, rest the yeah. guys who need rest and the guys who need work, you're able to get them work and you know looking at looking at yesterday with Cam Seldon, Deshaun Bishop and Dylan Sampson, I mean, that's your future running back. So yeah, mm-hmm. maybe they don't have a huge impact this season, but next season or the, and the season after that, and the season after that. I mean, that's that's going to be a running back room, and I, I think the future is bright in that room. And um, I think if, if injuries happen, I don't think it's just going to be a huge dramatic drop off, like maybe it has in the past. It's not going to go to like a Alvin Kamara, Jalen Hurd, to a, um, you know, John Kelly gets goes out and and Carlin fills and me has to come in for a. a yeah. Run and, and you know, it hits him around the chest, you know, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I'm and, and I think that also falls on like that's why I mentioned the, the offensive line. I think it falls a little bit on them. And and there are some question marks there, but I think a lot of that's getting the run the fact that the running back room, like you just mentioned, is more short up, I think does a lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that was that was a key yesterday, is like I mean, Deshaun Bishop, all that man does is fall forward.
1: Deshaun Bishop's a, a dog. And, I a dog. Dude, the, Someone, someone commented back to more important issues that you're not going to mention Deshaun Bishop. And I was like, listen to the podcast. Listen to the podcast. This is the Deshaun Bishop fan club, yeah. you asshole. Listen yeah. to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I almost commented on it, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Yeah, that was my bad for not including him. Um, no, you no, you shouldn't feel bad because we mention it every time. We've been mentioning it for three years. Shut up. We are the Deshaun Bishop fan club, or I am at least. Landon, you can separate yourself from that if you want, but I am no, the Deshaun Bishop fan club. Yeah, I mean he 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 showed out. All he does is
0: fall forward, gets yards. Um, I mean he's he's tough to tackle too. And then
1: well, it's just you know, funny that people were mentioning how big Cam Cam Seldom is, and he's huge. He's massive. He's bigger than Deshaun Bishop for sure. Deshaun Bishopman far behind, like he's not that much smaller and he runs very similar in, in terms of just running big, he runs very similarly. And so you're talking about two freshman backs that, that are just sim run like each other and run fast. Like, yeah, sign me up for both of them. Yeah.
0: Cam Selden is a massive individual. Um, and I'm excited. He isn't, he didn't even play running back in high school. He played a receiver. That. So, you know, he was recruited as an athlete. I'm sure teams want him to kind of be kind of that yeah. scat back. And and he can't be that. He proved that yesterday. He can catch it out of the backfield and you know, he can um line up out wide and, and different stuff like that. But man, when he gets a, a the ball in the open field, I mean he looks terrifying to tackle.
1: Well, and I don't know if the coaching staff intended to do this to me or the average fan, and I consider myself the average fan. I don't know if they intended to do this, but it kind of being the outlet for Nico gave me more, Uh, what's the right word? More just like expectations, more hope that, oh, he's going to be the, listen, Bama fans aren't going to like this. If you guys didn't have um, what's his first name? Oh my gosh, running guy? back!
0: Oh Jameer Gibbs.
1: Jameer Gibbs. If you guys didn't have Jameer Gibbs, and I know you always y'all, everyone's gonna look at that last drive and go, "Oh, if he hadn't dropped that little uh, in route, oh, if he hadn't dropped that in route, if y'all didn't have Jameer Gibbs, that game wouldn't have been close." Kind of gave me hope for that kind of guy. Oh, he can he can play fifty points with some of the best teams in the nation. That kind of gave me hope for that, right? Like, he's playing – like, he's kind of outletting your freshman right now. He's making your – which, that's a tall task. We're talking about Bryce Young, one of the better players, one of the better quarterbacks in the nation. But he made Nico look really good early on in the orange and white game, right? I mean, mm-hmm. what would you have thought after Nico after two drives if Cam Seldom went in? People would have been panic-butting. you, re- you made fun of that one $8 million – quote early on yeah people would people would have been doing that all over the place on saturday if it wasn't for cam Seldon. well and then you see arch's highlights and you're like <laughs> i'll take i'll take nico <laughs> but yeah i mean I, but people I would, if without cam Seldon, that would not have been a conversation right people well would have also been like the panic button so hard on
0: nico uh, well Nico, that was the one of the few guys that Nico actually threw to that was on scholarship too. Um, <laughs> uh,
1: again, again, fair point. But would that have been considered if he had not have hit Cam Zeldin?
0: Oh no, hundred percent. But, um, yeah, I, I thought he looked good. You know, eight of sixteen. Probably, probably want to get that percentage up a little bit. But you know, his first time in a game. Yeah, it's Jeez. his first time into a game setting like that, in front of a, a big crowd like that, and you know, I. I I mean, obviously, like the kid's good. You saw the throw he threw to Ethan Davis. I mean, right. But the footwork, you know, the, you know, his ability to kind of see inside the pocket and, and no one to tuck it and run, no one to take a sack, no one to bounce. Um, you know, I, I, it just looked like he wasn't a freshman.
1: Yeah. I think, I think everything, like you said, didn't look like he was a freshman. Everything looked like it flowed. Gaston, I think, I think kind of the uh, measuring stick was Gaston in more in terms of how everything kind of leveled out. I think everything looked about there. And I think that's all you can ask for in an orange and white game where you have a ton of – you have a ton of freshmen. We talked about building depth, but it, we had – you know, we have talked about it all, all week and – or shouldn't even say all week, all spring. And I feel like everything kind of looked like it leveled out. And that's kind of what you want to look like going into summer.
0: Yeah yeah and and i'd like to see what it kind of looks like if you had kind of any of your starting wide receivers what what that looks like a little bit so yeah it was kind of to see. i don't think you can kind of like
1: you can't put your hopes too high and you can't right you can't put anything too low either
0: yeah yeah i I, I thought the defense looked looked fine i mean and i have one of a one of my fails is the Florida spring game, and it was kind of making me worried early on of what the score was going to actually be at the end, but we turned out to be okay. Um, but I, I want to see kind of what it's – I mean, you didn't have Romel Keaton. You didn't have Brew, Squirrel, Dante Thornton. You know, none of those guys ha- played any on offense. So, um, I'd like to see kind of what those quarterbacks look like. Also, like, what does it look like with the defense with those guys? Is it a lot worse? Right. Um but also, like, the, I thought the defense looked fine. I thought, you know, we saw Danico Slaughter kind of flash a little bit. Uh, Christian Conyer had a big uh, pass breakup that led to a pick from Cam Miller. Um, I thought Ricky Gibson and, and some of those guys, Arian Carter at linebacker looked good. There's just a ton of young guys that really stood out. Now, I think that's – with spring practice, that's all you're – you're looking at, like, what you have going into fall.
1: Yeah, I think you what this team know. looks
0: like. You already know what you have in, in that receiving core. You already know what you have in Jalen Wright, Jabari Small, Aaron Beasley, Keenan Peel. You already know that. I think you know they, what's they, behind
1: them. If you, Yeah, exactly. If you don't know what your, your starting 22 are by now, you're in real trouble. Yeah. And so you're trying to kind of iron out what's behind them.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was good to kind of see those young guys uh, show. Caleb Webb, who's a redshirt freshman, um, I thought he looked
1: good. I thought Ethan Davis –
0: you know that yeah, kid he, looks like he. Can. Did they
1: say anything about getting banged up there at the end? Besides, I, heard, I read something in where, ACL like it read, wasn't related to that. No, it was a collarbone. Right. They said it wasn't related to that. Did they say anything beyond that?
0: I've read something where it was a broken collarbone, but I don't know oh. what that. Which a broken collarbone could be like a couple months.
1: Right. It could be kind of, I mean, it, it could but be, it could very, be a good to go thing by, thing as well, yeah, yeah, exactly. It could be good to go by July. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, but I don't know if that, I mean, I don't know who I read that on Twitter somewhere, so I don't know if okay. that's
1: even true. <laughs> You're so, just reading um, off rumors. I like that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but he was kind of holding right there so that it kind of made sense, but I don't even My. know when that was sweet. I don't even know if he had time to go get an MRI. So <laughs> I, have no, <laughs> I have no clue. Um, but yeah, I, I, You know, watching him, I was like, I mean, I know Jacob Warren and McAllen Castles are right okay, but Ethan Davis looks like he could probably be the starter. Like
1: now, he's just a big dude. We and we talked about that a little bit. He's just kind of got the body for it already, and I he's coming off injuries, young, all all the stuff, all the concerns you would want to put into anybody. He's got them, and so it's not obviously a, a. Son, sale delivered type of deal, but yeah, which is wild clearly, to me that
0: he is kind of. We knew he had like the frame for it, but for him to be that size coming off an ACL injury is,
1: yeah, and that's that fun. was, yeah, that
0: was interesting to me because I was like, I mean, right. usually it's kind of the other way, like they come in a lot smaller than you want them to, right, or, or really out of shape,
1: right? Fun orange wide game, though, overall. Um, good day. Good day to be on the Rocky Top is a pretty day. So I, I hope everyone enjoyed themselves. I know there are some complaints. We talked about at like Concession stands. Um, I mean, what are you gonna do? Uh a lot of lot of VFLs though. It's a good orange and white game overall. And a lot of a lot of guys on campus. It's good to do that. Um, good way to wrap up spring and good way to kind of build momentum going towards the fall. And I mean Josh Heibel mentioned it. Like, of course, people are gonna show up after the season. So if they want to do stuff like that, continuing, have a good season. I mean, that's that's the simple formula.
0: Yeah, you, you can't win three games in the SEC – or three games total and not win a single <laughs> SEC game and charge $5 for your spring game. So, oh, ride Daniel. the wave, baby. If I'm Danny I'm doing the same thing. Ride the wave. I mean, that's kind of what we're doing too. It's like – I mean, it's no secret that viewership is way up when you know everything is doing well.
1: I don't know. People might like to see this miserable, but yeah, I mean, it definitely <laughs> helps. It definitely helps. It's a lot more fun when, when we're winning. Um, I don't know. People are pretty tuned in for what you have coined as the baseball blues. And so maybe we'll talk about that. I don't know. We'll see, but yeah, it, it's been a fun, been a fun season so far on, on Rocky top as far as football goes. And, and hopefully that continues. And man, I, I do have, I, I do have faith in the outlook of this year. And I think there are some tough games, but I'm glad you mentioned Florida spring game. I mean, uh Quarterback's most important position, and, and boy, do they not have it figured out?
0: Yeah,
1: and and I like I, and, and they I can like use a gas and more. I like the hopefulness of a lot of Florida fans because I think there is something they're not wrong that it doesn't help that they're missing. I think like six offensive linemen that you know would be their their top four through top six, whatever. Like I think there is something to that, but at the same time, it's like yeah, but you're still bad. At the same time, you're still bad, yeah. and, and so that's. I like your hopefulness. I do. Um, and it's going to be an interesting interesting year there in Gainesville. Hopefully, Tennessee gets the win. Um, I yeah, say that, that, as soon
0: as I, I watched the end of that spring game, I was like, guys, we have to book our trip. Like, <laughs> they are god-awful. And that's my overreaction because it is a spring. Just win
1: game. by seven. Just win by seven. That's all yeah. I'm asking. Just win yeah. by a touchdown. That's it. Yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be an interesting one. Um, Gainesville, good luck this year. Um, I don't think were there any. Was it possible to take any overreactions from the orange and white game? Give me an overreaction if you've got one from the orange and white game. Gaston Moore, starting quarterback. <laughs>
0: yeah. I think. Ethan, the- I think. I think. Ethan Davis is probably your best tight
1: end. Okay, so that's your overreaction. My overreaction is Gaston Moore, starting quarterback. Did you see that first touchdown throw? I mean, my <laughs> God, could it have been any better. I don't think you could have put that any better if you tried. I love that he just
0: he held on like if you're throwing a fade, you throw it as soon as you get it. He held right. on to it a, a minute and just freaking ripped it.
1: <laughs> like it he, there was
0: no touch whatsoever. <laughs> just freaking ripped it.
1: Dude, shout out. That was phenomenal. That it was, was it was fun. It was it was a fun overall fun orange and white game. Shout out to Josh Hyper and, and all the dudes in orange and white that put it on. My only hot take. If you're going to play an orange and white game and you have orange helmets, put them in orange helmets.
0: Yeah, I, w- I would like to see that.
1: Could you keep up with the score in terms of who was scoring for who? Because I could No, 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 no clue. <laughs> no clue. I had no idea what was going on the whole time. I had no clue. And if you did, let me know how you, how you did and credit to you.
0: Yeah, I had no clue what that was about. <laughs>
1: We talk about They're like, they like yeah, gas like water
0: for both teams. And I was like, whoa. All right, let, let's not let's not start that rumor. <laughs> this dude bring a light. I mean, what is going on?
1: <laughs> it was it was awfully confusing, and I had no idea no idea what was going on. Yeah. Which I guess it's it's gotta be pretty difficult to keep up with. But hey, listen, split the teams in two, play each other. I don't know. Did you do you know how the Arizona State game? Went Arizona State orange and, or orange and white, uh, golden, whatever their color is, golden red. Yeah, I don't know. I don't okay. So I know Will Compton and uh, Toe Luan coached the opposing teams. I don't know if they actually played each other, or if it was like this game, I, the the pregame speech is right. But if it was anything like this game, I don't know what the point of playing each other was <laughs> because you're not yeah. really playing each other. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. But split them up like that somehow. I, we talked about it. You got to make it fun if you're not going to play the opposing teams. Just just make it fun.
0: Yeah, I mean, here, here's the thing that I really like about you know Josh Heupel and the spring games is they just play.
1: Like well, it's a legit. You say that, and it's it. You can't figure out who Gaston more scoring for. So. Right,
0: but they do like. <laughs> I mean, they they kick it. They butt they just they just play.
1: Well, Um, I mean, come on. They didn't have guys out there on the punt team. I I could not figure out what was going on. It's not a game. It's not a game. They didn't do, like,
0: situational, like, ball on the 10, third, and four. Like, I mean, just.
1: They did not do that.
0: You're absolutely right. So, yeah, just.
1: But I couldn't figure out what was going on, is my point.
0: Yeah, I had no clue who had the ball. (laughs) But. I think that's a more interesting, like, you just get to just watch football. Fair point. Like, you, I, I don't want to see, like, I understand, like, the, the quarterback drills and stuff, like, yeah, that's cool, but I don't want to watch it for 30 minutes like we do it under Underbush Jones.
1: Well, I mean, you got to learn a chant, so how can you be that upset?
0: Also, we got to remember, like, two two years ago, who was the best player in the spring game? And I'll say it. Zach Jancic. Okay. All
1: right. All right. So or a year ago. Didn't I guess. Say it.
0: A year ago. Yeah, um, a year ago.
1: He what? Dude, he made some big time and plays. And then this year's Gaston Moore. It's a good point.
0: This is a way for I them to get their
1: NIL deals. Him. This should be. Gaston, hit us up, brother. We got yep. something for you.
0: Yep.
1: You want to come on the pod and, and talk a little orange and white? We'll do it.
0: We'll do it. Yeah.
1: We'll, uh, we'll go over next door to the high school
0: and we'll just... uh <laughs> and just see we'll, what you can sling. We'll try to duplicate those that, that pass you through.
1: Ah, actually, I kind of like that idea. It's <laughs> like, let me and you defend each other and see what can happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I kind of like that.
0: Dude, that's my favorite thing is like watching some dad <laughs> and like his son and like his, his buddy like just guarding each other. And they're like, none of them ever play wide receiver like ever but dude there's just something fun about like talking crap to one another even though like exactly it's, it's like two linemen <laughs> i mean that's that's my favorite just talking crap and be like oh i burnt you
1: yeah i'm pretty convinced i'd trip over my own feet at this point in my life so <laughs> i'm pretty sure i'd run like two
0: routes and and be very out of breath so i'm good
1: you've, you've got it about right look Let's talk some twenty twenty four players before we get to the, the sad news of this show though.
0: Yep. Um so got another commit today and I guess the spring game is worth it. You got a commit out of it. And uh that was three star safety adrees Farouk. I hope I'm saying that first name. Right. You got it. Yeah, you nailed it. Um out of Saint Francis Academy in in Maryland. Um not the only Saint Francis player on this current roster, Dominic Bailey. Defensive lineman is also from St. Francis. So really good program you're getting him from. Has a, uh, has a really good um, teammate as well that Tennessee's high on, um, Iffy, He's a cornerback, a four-star cornerback. Um, is also a teammate that came down here with him this weekend. So, um, yeah, you land a, another commit out of it. That's nine for this current class. And, um, you know, he had offers from – Ohio State, Michigan, you know, kind of those Big Ten schools. You had Miami, Maryland. You had a lot of ACC as well. So uh, yeah, really big to land him and um, you know get a guy out of the the DMV
1: like that. I like how you use the DMV. That was that was solid. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, good use of like you said, the spring game and and getting those twenty twenty four commits can only be excited. Yeah, this is the the DMV you actually want to go to. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) I think of, dude, what was, I don't think anyone else played that game because I had PS2 before it was cool to have PS2, I think. Um, There was an awesome mercenary game where you always dropped in the DMV, but I don't think anyone else played it. I feel like I'm the only one. If you played it, let me know because I can't remember the name of it. No, dude, PS2 was, it had a a weird function where it was. Yeah, that Tom Clancy's. It probably, honestly, Tom made some of the. It was just called Mercenaries. There's no way, Deep Blue. Yeah, that Absolutely is off brand. No way. <laughs>
0: that is off brand. No
1: way. Maybe it was, but it was awesome. I mean, it was phenomenal. So I had PS2, and then we had the OG Xbox for a while. My family. Then we went straight to 360. We we skipped the PS3, um, and then I got I now own the PS3. Me and Lana were talking about it for. I I bought it only for rock band. So Yeah, I
0: need to borrow that.
1: Yeah, you oh yeah, you do. I'll have it whenever you're ready.
0: Okay. Also have yeah. your cup, your master's Tennessee. You cup. do.
1: Yeah, you do. And I've and, got re we, me and Jesse were talking about it today. I've got revamped ready for uh Deep Bloom's bachelor party. We're gonna we're gonna hit that hard. Okay. That nice. Now we're gonna get a little tourney. Okay. To so use the the best
0: get on the sticks, baby.
1: The best in college football that night.
0: Well, we might not even make it to the wedding.
1: We might not. We might. Yeah, there might be some too hard, hard on refans
0: or some some friendships might end. That <laughs> yeah,
1: night. they, they, they <laughs> very well could. Very well could. I'm excited for that. So we'll have to we we'll to see who kills it. Um. All right. Let's get into the bad news. I dude, I don't even know how to like comprehend this weekend. Which here's what really sucks. This is what really sucks. I was so sick Friday and Saturday. It all feels like a fever dream. Like all that miserable shit feels like just a terrible fever dream. And then today when I could remember it, somehow it felt worse. Like a big old kick in the nuts. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. For those of y'all who
0: like didn't know what happened to Caleb at the end of last episode, he just got up and left because the bathroom's gone.
1: Stomach bug just, it was kicking in before that. I'd already warned warned everyone in here, like, could possibly happen. And it eventually happened, which I, I guess it had kind of happened before then. And I tried to fight it for about 30 minutes. And then it finally just called my number. Like, nope, can't do it anymore. Yeah. And it was terrible. And so, yeah, that was me for Friday and Saturday. And then today, when I could follow just made me more miserable somehow
0: mm-hmm. well you look good it's, thank you're, you I you're glowing it. right now
1: I, I was told i look pale <laughs> which i probably do so because i've also i immediately recovered from that and then we celebrated my birthday today and um i immediately went to the adult beverages so probably not the best idea but
0: did you uh um, you know do what you can do Did you lose any weight
1: Dude, I lost four pounds. I lost
0: four pounds. I lost
1: four pounds. And I'm thinking, don't put it back on, brother. Take that as a sign from God.
0: Yeah. Just keep drinking water, baby.
1: Exactly. Do not put any on back on.
0: You start fasting.
1: I've thought about it. Um, You know, Ramadan just passed. Maybe I should kind of, maybe I should just stop any, anything that fast. I should just go with that. Like Sinogo
0: from uh, Yukon?
1: Yeah. Exactly, and I should just, any religion that fasts, I should follow.
0: That's wild, by the way, to not eat or drink anything and then go play a basketball game.
1: It's pretty common, though, which kind of blows your mind. You know, everything they tell you about doing that, like, soccer players do it all the time. They don't, they fast during the day before games, and only, I don't think they even drink water during Ramadan. <laughs> you don't look that up. I don't think you can. Yeah,
0: I don't think you can,
1: yeah. And so you I have to I think that was the thing water with during yeah he doesn't drink it, any of it. Between daylight hours you cannot drink water and you have to sustain from that. So I think I think they take water breaks in professional soccer during Ramadan as soon as sun sets. So the the players that uh practice Islam can can do that. That's crazy. Yeah. It kind of blows your, does that not blow your mind and what everyone tells, like everyone that tells you how to prepare for games and stuff it's like these dudes are doing it in spite of all that,
0: yeah, yeah, and
1: Senoko went for what twenty one in the national championship during Ramadan. Yeah, and he's
0: like not—I mean, he's not a small human either. <laughs> Dude, did he you imagine. just copy
1: and paste that? Did you see that? Yeah, you expect he, me to read that and understand he, that?
0: Yeah, that's one of those things. Are like. Uh, I'm happy for you, or I'm sorry it
1: happened. <laughs> I, I started to read that, and I was like, I have no idea what that yeah, says. Is this, <laughs>
0: yeah, is this your words? Dylan, I know you got the long hair and the beard, but...
1: <laughs> I wish y'all could see what was typed out right now. I really do. Also, um, so I uh, just camera. got a
0: uh, text from... Uh, Dylan's fiance is saying that we better make it to the wedding. So
1: Oh no. We'll, I,
0: don't, I don't know if college football revamped is the way to go. <laughs> All
1: right, yeah, maybe we shouldn't do that. Maybe we should find a different different way to uh reconcile our differences. Yeah. Because we may be on the sticks for a while. We'll bring the gloves,
0: um, settle it there.
1: We will not practice Ramadan with the uh college football revamped no. but yeah no it, it is insane um i don't know what else you want to say about we've, we've kind of gotten away from the baseball weekend um
0: yeah l- l- let's get into it a, a little bit briefly okay. yeah that's sad it's it um yeah and i gotta get a, into it a whole different show tomorrow so.
1: you got a minimum 30 <laughs> minute minimum 30 minutes tomorrow yeah night, so um so yeah just
0: just unfortunate i mean Tennessee's not playing good baseball right now, and it's it's showing. I mean, they weren't really competitive this,
1: this – well, I feel like they could have been on, like, Friday and Saturday if it's not for the defensive errors.
0: Yeah, it's – it's it, it, everything just kind of spirals. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: You know, when it's not one thing, it's another. It's it, – either it's starting pitching, which it, it was not the first two games. Starting pitching was fine, um, but then it was errors. And, and then Arkansas just made Tennessee pay every single time. Um, you had that associated with, you know, Camden Sewell comes in, struggles. You know, that that kind of hurt things. And Tennessee was just horrible with runners in scoring position. I mean, yeah, one of the worst I've ever seen.
1: Well, I feel like that's uh, going back before Camden Sewell real quick, just kind of what separates Arkansas, who's not been the top of the league, not been the best of the best. What kind of separates them from Tennessee is, like, they're good their infield defense is really good, and then when they're on base, they don't make big mistakes. And I feel like that's the clear separation between Tennessee and Arkansas right now.
0: Yeah, Tennessee makes way too many mistakes, and they're not good enough offensively to make up for them. and I don't feel like Arkansas
1: was just hitting all over Tennessee. Tennessee actually had more hits
0: than Arkansas did on the weekend. I know it didn't seem like they did.
1: and and that's what's crazy. It feels like they just did not do the damn – it's, it's timely like hits. More, timely hits and just more they were uh I mean that the one that really struck me, I believe it was I'll have to go back through my text messages because I sent it. I think it was I think it was last night, where Tennessee goes, um can't remember who swung. They swung on a two two count, whatever it was, um, and a, and a runner went to steal second. And they get the strikeout and the out at second on a on a steal attempt. And I just feel I, I said I don't feel like you can win games when, when stuff like that happens. And it just feels like Arkansas wasn't gonna going to make those kind of mistakes. That wasn't what was gonna happen in base running and, and at the play errors. Like that wasn't gonna happen. And I know those don't get recorded as errors. Don't I know I know I'm not a baseball guy. You don't have to correct me. I know those don't get recorded as errors. But just those types of mental mistakes don't reflect in the win column typically.
0: Yeah, when you're not fantastic offensively, you got to play a little bit of small ball, and Tennessee's not great at that either. No one bunts, no one's stealing a ton of bases. Uh, and, you know, Tennessee, I would like to see the number of how many guys that they've thrown out because it's not mm-hmm. very many. And the ones that they have, a lot of them are, have been at home and they've slid off the base and got <laughs> tagged. There's not a lot of beaten guys to the base. Um, right. So, Tennessee just – yeah, they're just not playing good baseball right now. and
1: It sucks. It's tough. Yeah.
0: I mean, you just don't want to – you don't want to be in this position, you know, playing, you know, going to the gauntlet that you are. But, you know, here we are. And, I mean, Tennessee has their work cut out for them to make it to the NCAA tournament. I mean, that's –
1: that's a fact out. of the matter. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That, that, that's what sucks. And we talked about that window gets smaller and smaller and smaller by the day and and whatever has got to get figured out. And, and I think a lot of people want to trash Tony Vitello and, and the the job he's done this year. But the fact of the matter is, is he prepared you for, for what was going to come of this? And, and also, I think um, part of it is I'm less frustrated with Tony Vitello than I am with a lot of coaching football staffs. 'Cause I think I try to just kind of reflect, me a simple minded fan, I reflect kinda on my other frustrations. This dude has made attempts to fix it. He has. I mean, this week he he changed out all Americans in the in the pitching rotation to try to figure it out. And it's not been perfect. And I don't necessarily ever expect it to be perfect, but he's tried. And I think that makes my frustrations less. Cause we've I mean, we've talked about it this past season. At some point you have to go away from guys like a DB. Like you have to try to find something else. And Tony's tried. And nothing's just quite worked. And, and I don't know. Maybe he goes back to the old way and tries to figure something else out. I don't know. I don't know what comes of this. But at least some he's trying to get the wheels moving in another direction. And obviously there's he's not doing like there's not something right in the way we're running bases. Like, let's let's say that. Where I feel like, I don't know, I, I feel like the way people talk, and I kind of understand it, base running is very much a coaching decision. Is that right?
0: Yeah. I mean, you have guys they, that have the green light a lot more than others, for sure. It's,
1: so. it's a coaching thing more so than a player thing. Yeah. It's like, I feel like that issue has gotten, I haven't felt as many base running mistakes, while there have been some, it's not been as many lately as there was early in the season. And it, right?
0: it wouldn't be a huge thing if Tennessee could hit with runners on base when they don't, and then you get picked off and, and stuff like that. It just sends people into a frenzy.
1: I mean, right, but, but there has been like, a lot
0: of base running mistakes. But
1: but I still feel like it hadn't been as many as early in the season. Is that fair to say?
0: Um. Yeah, I mean, you, you, I mean, you saw one on Friday night where you have – Runners on uh, third and second and third. It's a grounder to third or grounder to shortstop maybe, and you get caught in no man's land at, in between home and third. They throw home, and I mean you're kind of stuck, and you know, it right. just leads to an out. Um, I should I guess like no damage done. Like you still had a guy on on second and third to end it, but it's like man, let's help ourselves out a little bit.
1: No, yeah, I understand what you're saying. I'm just like, as far as like, I feel like there haven't been as many. So we want to go into it. So for all the people that want to go, oh, why are people calling for Tony's head? First off, I haven't seen that often. Second off, I don't don't see a reason for anyone to say that. I'm just saying that I feel like there haven't been as many. Mm -hmm. Like, whereas I feel like base running, like you just said, can kind of go back to coaching. Whereas, I mean, infield errors, how the how the fuck, excuse my language, how the fuck could that ever be pinned on a coach? Yeah. I mean,
0: it's just, I don't know. They're making routine plays like very difficult. And, you know, that. Right. We, we hit into double plays all the time, but it seems like we can't turn one to save our lives.
1: Right, and and it's not – It's obviously has nothing to do with the guys in the infield either, which, I mean, I guess you could – at the end of the day, it all falls back on the the head guy. I mean, at the end of the day. Yeah. But if we want to look at this team as a whole, he's tried many different paths, and there's not one that makes it easy.
0: Yeah, I just think two guys that you kind of like hope that would, you know, kind of fit into this line up nicely, and Griffin Merritt and Maui Huna has, has really struggled in SEC right.
1: play. I, I guess I, it all kind of rounds up my point of, like, there's not any easy fix right now, and Vitello can't make it. Like, it's not possible. Like, this season is what it is. Like, the, this roster is what it mm-hmm. is. And they've got to figure it out. That, that's, I guess, kind of rounds out my whole point of, like, it cannot – the errors that seem obvious to be – Coaching errors have kind of seemed to iron themselves out for the most part. Like you said, there's still going to be moments. Yeah. It just kind of comes with territory, but overall three errors on Friday. Is that what it was in the infield? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You had five on the weekend, which what the fuck can they do about that? Like what, what can they, I mean, I'm just being, I'm trying to be just realistic about it. Like you can't make a play at first. Like you can't make a play at first. It is what it is. Like, what are they going to do about that? You're going to, you you going to pull Blake, Bur- Blake Burke off first? Is that really what you're going to do? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, seriously?
0: Yeah, I just think it's a lot of, like, the frustrations from the plate have carried over into the field, or vice versa. Um, right. It just seems like th- there's just no one that can kind of shrug everything off. And here's a question I have for the bat flip, and I'll go ahead and ask it on this show as well. How many of these players
1: would start on last year's team? Like knowing no, no what we know now, how many one and he and he wouldn't start in the position he was at. And,
0: and who is that? Who's that? <laughs> Blake Birkbeck DH.
1: I mean, that's it. Like
0: that's well. It. And Jared Dickey. Jared Dickey actually started. <laughs> Jared
1: Dickey. Okay. But, yeah.
0: yeah. Other than that, like I mean, they haven't upgraded. Right. And it sucks because the 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 pitching like isn't as bad as
1: probably what it looks like. Right. How Just, many innings they be out of, man? I mean, come yeah. on.
0: Yeah the the defense behind them has hurt them a lot, and also the offense isn't helping them out because you know they're getting losses when Chase Dolander and Andrew Lindsey both pitch good enough to win. On and and me right.
1: personally, I would like to issue a personal apology to Cortland Lawson. I probably did not voice my frustrations with you last year publicly, but personally, my frustrations. I am so sorry. You were solid. You were ph- you were phenomenal, yep. and I apologize. Yep.
0: Yeah, definitely not getting what they needed out of the catcher position and the um, shortstop right now, and
1: it's unfortunate, yeah.
0: but it is what it is. Here we are, and it is. Um, I mean, you know, Tom's Tom's not your friend right now. You got to get it figured out soon. You got Vandy this week, who's you know rolling. You got Mississippi State, Georgia, Kentucky. Did,
1: did Vandy end up getting the win against South uh, Carolina?
0: I don't remember honestly. Like.
1: Dylan, can you check that for me? Real quick, I was at a funeral to, to earlier to today,
0: and as soon as I checked the score and it was six to nothing, I was just like, I'm done watching baseball.
1: Oh, Vandy was up. Oh, sorry. Tennessee. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. That's Vanderbilt. Um, Vanderbilt
0: won six to four today.
1: Okay. So there you go for them. Uh, South Carolina, I feel they're getting a series.
0: Yep. And they're a really good team, too. And another, they are. And, they and are. And South Carolina is another team that you got to go through as well. So it doesn't get any easier, but. I'm done talking about it. It makes me depressed. We'll talk about it more tomorrow.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, you got to talk about it tomorrow, yeah, brother. Good luck. Yeah.
0: Tune in for that. We'll be uh, there on at 7. Talking about the bat flip. All right.
1: Let's do it. Uh, all right. Let's get into some listener questions.
0: Uh, all
1: right.
0: I don't really have any. Do you have any?
1: Yeah. Ha- all right. I've got a few. They, these are a little bit backlogged. We just kind of had to roll through them. But since we're uh, running fast, we'll go ahead and hit them. Um, I don't think we hit this last week, and I wanted to get to it, but I was six. So I don't know if you guys got to it. Thoughts on spring game versus opponents. Did you guys get to this one? We talked about this, didn't we, before I got off? I can't remember. I've been that What set. was it? Like, What do you think about spring games moving to – Oh, yeah, we, we did, did talk. talk about that. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. All right, Last, then kind of moving on from that. If you could pick a team to schedule home-and-home home against, who would it be? We talked about this a little bit. We discussed a little bit. I think I said Ohio State one time, which I would love. I think Ohio State would be a great one. Um, I can't remember who you said, though.
0: Uh,
1: I think North Carolina would be one. a good
0: one.
1: North Carolina would be a good one. So, let's pick two besides Ohio State and North Carolina. Pick two more. I think, Pitt, I think Pitt was a good one. I think that was a great home-and-home. Home. I'd like to see another one. I know we got Nebraska coming up. I think BYU would have been a good one. Um, I think Oregon was a pretty good one mm-hmm. back in 13 and – 10 11, yeah, I think it was a good one. Um, okay, I'm gonna, I think we got Washington coming up. I was about to say, Washington, that's a good one. It's a good. Home and home, I think UCLA would be cool. UCLA would be a good one. Do we play them pretty recently in Home and Home? Yeah, it was Cal. we played Cal. Is that Cal home? I'm thinking? played of? UCLA too around okay, that, that time made, frame. Okay, I'm wrong. That may have been one then. Um, I think the two that are coming into the SEC, Texas and Oklahoma, who Oklahoma we played recently, would be a great home-and-home. So I think going back to the Big 12, I think someone like TCU or Baylor, kind of lesser prominent Big 12 teams, I think would be great ones.
0: Yeah, um, Kansas State.
1: I like Kansas State. I like that one. I'll I'll go uh, a little bit deeper than that, if you will. Kansas with Lance Leipold. I think that would be a good one.
0: What about a uh, Colorado with Dion?
1: In <laughs> uh, their high school squad, yeah, I like <laughs> yeah. that. Do you see dress that on Twitter? Did you see who dressed that? Out, like, the big Colorado. Uh-uh. They tweet out like the big heads because people were talking trash about their their videos. You know that you know what I'm talking about like a little body, big head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They tweet out like pictures of that. Um, Dylan, if you're still in here, if you could pull those up for me by chance, they tweeted out just their Twitter account. You can add to source. Um, they tweet out like something to like all the haters, something and big heads of their it was it was cringe for sure. For yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a good look. But yeah, I think I honestly I think Colorado would be a good one. Colorado's got a great stadium and have you did you go to Boulder when you
0: were out there? No, I, I stayed in Denver and we went to Red Rocks okay. one day.
1: Boulder is a cool city. And uh, that that stadium looks really cool. It's I want to say brick, and it's got a, it's got a cool look around it. Boulder would probably be a good one, and there's a lot of uh, of all hands in Boulder, if I remember correctly.
0: Oh, I'm kind of forget. I'm kind of thinking on um, Penn State would be a good one to go to.
1: In, Penn State would be a great one to go yeah. to. Um, I can't spell Colorado, Dylan. Um, Colorado's Twitter account. It's they tweeted those like pictures kind of making fun of themselves, but not really because they're too sensitive. Um, But it's the pictures making everyone look small, big heads from their Twitter account. You'll see it when you see it.
0: All right. Uh, I had another question.
1: Um, Wait, who's your your final one? One team, home and home. Who's your final? We talked about a few.
0: um, Pick one. I think Penn State. I think that would probably be it. Happy Valley? Yeah.
1: Head to Happy Valley. Okay. That or
0: like like that that. or Michigan, like the big house, that'd be that'd be cool to go through.
1: Michigan would be fun, dude. And Michigan won't do it because they only schedule FCS opponents, but that'd be a good one. Uh I like those. I I think I'm kind of settled on obviously opponent-wise, I don't think Colorado would be great right now, but the fact that I think Boulder's a big uh or Colorado in general is a big UT alumni place. And I, I think just that the history of what's there, I think that'd be a good town to go home and home with. Yeah, Colorado and Penn State, make it happen, Danny White. You heard it here first. I agree with that. And also, stop the bullshit. Whatever they're called, neutral site bowl games. I don't know what do they call it. Do they call them anything? Yeah, I mean preseason yeah, bowls. The, uh, do they call them that. They suck, dude. They I mean, suck. I know we're, I know we're gonna make our trek this year to to Nashville, but like they're just not fun, dude. Yeah. I mean, the only
0: reason why if it wasn't like in Nashville, I wouldn't go.
1: I don't think I'd yeah, I don't think I'd go if it's in Charlotte this no, year. I wouldn't either. Dylan, Dylan, the only reason we're going is because Dylan's putting us up for a weekend.
0: Yeah, if I had to pay to stay in Nashville, heck no, I wouldn't
1: go. <laughs> yeah, Dylan, if you want to charge, we'll cancel right now. Let's just let's know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have one more. Um
0: it is uh out of those kind of, like, freshmen that you saw in the spring game, which one do mm-hmm. you think would have the the most impact this season?
1: Oh, gosh. Unfortunately, it's not Cam Selden, but what, don't you want to say him? I kind of do. <laughs> do. But I just don't like it. With that running back room, I don't know if it could be him.
0: I just think, like, when you look at the injuries that you had there, like Jabari small, like, poor guy. He's just always injured.
1: <laughs> Fair point. Um, I mean, even Jalen Wright's been banged up through and through. You know, I want to see. I think I think it is a DB. I just don't know which one. Yeah.
0: Um. But I also think uh, Aaron Carter has a chance to like play quite a bit.
1: That's a. I think that's fair. Yeah, I think it, that's probably like I Aaron Carter or uh, Cam Zeldin. I think are probably your best two options. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I mean, Cam Seldon is probably going to play some special teams. Like they're going to try to find a way to get him on the field. Yeah,
0: yeah, he ain't redshirt. That's a
1: good point. <laughs> right? No, no, no use in trying. No. So, all right, Dylan, real quick, show us them. Uh, you got those uh, Colorado picks? Since Landon hadn't seen them, because I need everybody to laugh at these because they're hilarious. If you can pull them up, and, and we're getting into, you better have some some issues ready for us. Do you have them? I'm so confused.
0: He says I have it pulled up. I wonder if it's just on his phone. I don't think he's like, save it.
1: That's fine. Oh, I have him on my phone, actually. Can I just do it real quick? Well, I don't know if you can see him. Oh, my God. Yeah, I have seen that. (laughs) I don't know how to screenshot it. I mean, just why? What are you doing? What are you doing? Quit trying to fight it. Just... Accept that. I mean, you saw the video, right, that I sent the other night? Yeah. What are you doing? Just just accept what it is.
0: All right. Any more questions?
1: No, nah, I think that's it. All
0: right. Guys, go check out the Vault Club. Um, $5 each month can get you um, into the Vault Club tailgates. You're uh, subscribed to the newsletter. There's just tons of stuff to... Um, tons of perks and merchandise and stuff you have access to with the vault club. Get access to these athletes um, with signings and um, appearances and things like that that they show up in. Um, it's just your way to kind of make sure that Tennessee stays winning the way that they are. Um, so go join the vault club today. We'll tweet out a link to that. So go check that out. Um, We're an affiliate with them, so we really appreciate them teaming up with us. And uh, also, I didn't mention this with Underdog, but Underdog is actually giving away a signed wooden bat from Drew Gilbert. Um, if you go to their Twitter, it's uh, U-Dawg- at udogcollect. Go to that. Um, we retweeted on our Twitter as well. Um, just a really good, really cool bat that they're giving away. And so, get a chance at that. Go to their um, page and retweet that to enter, and uh, and follow them because they have. Tons of stuff to give away, and um, they just want kind of more involvement within this fan base. So go check them out.
1: Yeah, definitely go check them out. They're awesome. Um, And yeah, definitely need to hop in that that giveaway. Yeah, clutch giveaway. All right, let's go. uh, Let's go. Most important. Most important. I do. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to scroll a little bit. I've been. This is the least I've looked at my phone in a weekend from being sick. Like I was legitimately too sick to look at my phone. So if that tells you guys anything. It should. Yeah. So uh if you've got one, Landon, go ahead and go ahead and read her off to me.
0: Uh I have I have John Rice Plumley from UCS. That's the most important? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It went from uh he was playing a baseball game. I think he went was two for four with a couple RBIs and then um threw for a couple touchdowns in their spring game, like left in the seventh inning to go play in the spring game. So um I just I just like the they're letting athletes play.
1: I like that. Uh, my only kind of uh, pushback to that is dude has been all over my TikTok and I'm kind of fucking sick of it. So. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> like, I'm like, dude, get out of here. A- like, I do not care at this
0: You're point. You're rolling with the F ball.
1: <laughs> I know. He's, uh, what was it got me fired up? The Tony Vitello got me fired yeah. up and now I'm just, just, just don't spin even care. him I'm out. Just let it fly. We got we to gotta put NSFW on this already, so why not? <laughs> But yeah, I I've seen... It is cool. Did you watch a video of him going from the game? Yeah. It is cool, but I watched it probably 85 times. It's mm-hmm. going through my TikTok last night on loan. I was like, I don't care anymore. You, might, like, you I must I don't have been care. searching
0: him deep to get that many TikToks on there. The algorithm
1: is... I guess, dude. I get I get stuck in algorithms. For sure. <laughs> for sure. The like time loop. Yes. Uh, I got the... Uh, did you see the barstool uh the reason i saw is because barstool called it do you see the new york firefighters versus the new york police department game huh. do you see the fight that happened in the last like 30 seconds no so i guess someone scored because it was a face off at, at ice and the fight that happened in the last 30 seconds was electric dude it was i mean just haymaker own you gotta watch it I, I i wish i had it ready for you I really do. It was electric. First off, that game, it looks like a pretty good hockey game. I think they play it at where the New York Rangers play. Like, they play yeah. it on, like, a legit like a legit stadium or arena. And they have, like, 70. It's like the I, – I guess you kind of equate it similarly to the uh, Army-Navy game. You know, it's, like, the hardest ticket to get kind of deal. Like, mm. 17,000 tickets. You know, you got to kind of know, like, a firefighter – Police department person to to get the tickets type deal, um, yeah, that kind of thing. And dude, it looked it looked like a atmosphere for sure. Yeah. It looks like fun. I mean, I'll, first off, big hockey guy here, huge. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, electric atmosphere. It looked like fun. I I think we I think we need to find a way to get on get on hockey more often. I'm definitely never betting on it ever again. Would <laughs> you wait? Would you lose hockey? Would you lose? It was just I mean, like
0: I I, when I was deep into like betting on like <laughs> tennis on Tuesdays and like Chinese oh, basketball. So you are gonna bet on
1: like NHL. It was just like random hockey.
0: Yeah, and then I started doing NHL. Started doing like totals and like I started doing parlays, and it was just miserable. So I stopped. I actually, okay. I actually haven't bet anything
1: since the Masters. Oh wow! All right, so your weekend. Yep, It's good cleanse. Nothing on the spring games, huh? No, <laughs> not a lot on
0: the spring games, no. All right.
1: You yeah, ain't fails. I got
0: two fails. Um, the first one, I, I just got to go with the, the Florida Gators. Um, 10 to 7, man.
1: <laughs> also, yeah, they I...
0: call it like the orange and blue game, but one of them's wearing, I guess we do the same thing.
1: Them no, wearing...
0: no, no, no. We do we do it right. We do orange and white. They yeah. do blue and orange. But one of them's wearing white.
1: Yeah, you shouldn't do that. You're right. Yeah, that's bad. So,
0: yeah, bad ten look. to seven. Um, I hate to see it, but uh, man, I can't wait till we play him in this one.
1: I hope you're right. Mine we're both. Uh, we've already talked about it. You're not wrong that the John. How do you say his name? John is it John Rise?
0: Yeah, Rise. Yeah.
1: Rise Plumlee, the amount of TikToks I saw were obnoxious. Uh, then also Colorado. That was just bad. Just yeah. don't. We're going to talk about it more because you did it. Yeah. You idiots.
0: I, I got one more, and it's PFF College. You know? Of course. What'd they yeah. say? It was a QB rankings my, for the 2023. Don't need to get my
1: chalkboard ready. No, no, okay, not, this I, time. I, I, not this time. No. Wait, hold on. Before you get into that, do you remember when they tried to make fun of Jared Garantano being the potential sp- starter at Washington State? Yes. Like they didn't hype him up every day at Tennessee? Dude, greatest morons, quarterback dude, on third those down morons. under a blitz. Those morons. They were the like, oh, what is going on here? Shut up. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, you're right. and Everything that they tweet, everybody just like picks apart because it's just – It's stupid. It's idiotic, yes. Um, so they have the quarterback rankings for the 2023 NFL Draft. Um. They Bryce Young. <laughs> wow. Bryce Young. They got me choked up. It's so bad. Bryce Young, Will Levis, Anthony Richardson, C.J. Stroud, Clayton Toon. Okay. Stetson Bennett. Moving. And Hendon Hooker. At, at seven, Hannon Hooker is the seventh quarterback. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Clayton Toon. Yeah. You heard that right? dude's terrible. I you bet on right? him like, I bet on Houston like three times. He's awful.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Stetson I, you Bennett? You can't get better than Dana Holger. Dude, the Stetson Bennett recipe. I just watched it this weekend. So bad. It's hilarious. I'm not I'm not I'm not judging him based on that. I'm just saying it's hilarious. That's all I'm saying. I'm not judging his quarterback abilities based on that. I'm just laughing.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's unreal. Clayton Tune, give me a break. System quarterback. I'm pretty sure Pro, pro Football Focus has you know, stats on, like, how good Hooker was. And then it's like, oh, yeah, but he's seventh quarterback rankings. In well, yeah,
1: duh. No duh.
0: Yeah, doesn't make any sense.
1: <laughs> That's all I got. That's it for me. It's been fun, boys. It's been fun. Sorry for the sorry F-bombs. For I'll put an NSFW warning on this. It wasn't <laughs> after dark, but just imagine it was. <laughs> Guys, thanks for listening. Uh, hope you all
0: have a great week i know the sunday scaries are setting in so i'm sorry about that we'll be back tomorrow talking about tennessee baseball the bat flip maybe we'll try to talk you off the ledge i don't know i don't even know if i'm able to talk myself (laughs) off the ledge so we'll see um appreciate y'all listening love you guys we're bringing the boat in and we out